So this is Charles Atwood, and welcome back to our radio show, You've Got to Be Kidding Me, predicated on the NPR all-successful show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And we are continuing with our series, Unvarnished. Our narrator and expositor thus far has been the Right Reverend Rastus Roosevelt III of the Kingdom Come Last Baptist Church of Government, North Carolina, who is a strict scriptural constructionist. So, continuing with Unvarnished, what will we discuss today, and thank you for coming back to our show, Reverend Washington. We are today, we will cover the Genesis chapter, which has much to say, but little explanation, as I call it, because it is a short chapter and leads us to the creation of the ethnicities and the origin of the black man, and also the difference in the languages of the ethnicities throughout our entire planet of human beings. Well, that's very interesting. Um, you say this all encapsulated in a single chapter? Well, that's important, but first let me express the best hopes, wishes, and prayers of the Kingdom Come Last Baptist Church to Sister Willamie Kensington, and Eutropia Henderson, who was bit by water moccasins during our open-air baptism by the river service, and our recovering at the Cypress Swamp Memorial Hospital by virtue of this unfortunate and unforeseen event. I would also hasten to add that the Legal Defense Fund for the church is accepting contributions from all the members who might possibly... Well, I thank you very much, Reverend Washington, and I'm sorry to hear about this, uh, Yes, yes, it was our, shall we gather at the river, annual outdoor baptismal service, and somehow some nest of water moccasins got into the congregation when the two women that was, right, well, well let's, let's get back to what we're talking about today. Very good. In the books of 11 of Genesis, Noah, after the flood, settled down and started growing grapes in a big vineyard. He was a great winemaker. Unfortunately, he was a victim of his own product. He drank way too much. And why do you say that? Well, because one night he passed out, and his son, who was named after the favorite slice of pork, which we have always cherished, Ham, went in and seen him naked, and went and told his brothers, Shem and Japheth. Well, that doesn't sound like something very offensive. Why would that cause some sort of a ruckus or outroar? Well, because the scriptures don't tell us exactly what happened when Ham found his daddy naked, but it do seem an overreaction that he should curse all the further descendants of son Ham, make sure that the direct lineage to our Lord Jesus Christ came through his son Shem, and that the Canaanites would be servants to the rest of them for the rest of the time. Now, there was Japheth. I don't get good information on him, but the bottom line of this story is clear. That Ham was disfavored, and it is largely rumored in some of the other archaeological texts that he was the first black man, and this is how our race began. Well, that seems a little hard to believe. There's nothing to support it. I have often reflected on that. And because of that, we invited our special guest today, Professor Abu Aziz Ashkenazi, the chairman of the Departments of Ethiopian Studies and Anthropological Religion at the very famous Deep State University Community College and Technical School. Oh, thank you. Well, you are? I am the uh, professor and chairman of the Department of Ethiopian Studies at the 
very famous Deep State University College. I am pleased to be here today, having studied for many years the concepts of the evolution of ethnicity and of race. And it must be recognized that the scriptures blow over the subject, and this is why Reverend Washington is unable to address them. Well, you're right. He got some theories that I never heard of before. Well, let's talk to you. Um, Professor Ashkenazi, is that correct? Dr. Ashkenazi. We're very good. What is it that your theoretical research and teaching show? Well, the first thing is that Ham was indeed the first black man. But he goes to Africa, not where many suspect, to build a launch tower for a rocket ship they will take him back up into the heavens to be with God. They call this the Tower of Babel. Our research, based on the Beta Israel concept, shows that in Africa, they constructed a ziggurat that was of such sufficient nature and capacity as to reach up into the heavens and actually confront God himself. And God destroyed it and gave them different languages so they could not get their stuff together to build another. Well, that fits what the scriptures don't say. It would be my interpretation that uh, observation of Dr. Ashkenazi's extensive research would dignify his concept with at least consideration, to say nothing else. It sounds altogether interesting, but um, you guys, you're saying that Noah turned his son black. His son went to Africa and built a giant gantry for a spaceship that God knew that they were going to get off of the planet and destroy it. We're going to leave off something here. I think that the clear point is that God was afraid that they could get up there and had to destroy it. Now, God wouldn't have done that if it hadn't represented a potent threat that should be recognized today. Well, I can understand that would be, I guess that's right. That's important. But yes, leaving off the most important part, which is that this plane called Babel, is now the name of a software company for which we have copyright legislation and litigation occurring now, which has taken the name of the place where all were taught to teach some different language and could not understand each other and therefore unable to construct another rocket ship to God. Oh, well, that fits with the uh, scriptures I read. is a lot more detailed than I would have offered, of course, by virtue of our radio show. But Chuck, you need to tune in. Because between these theories, I think we might be able to piece together while we're stuck on this planet with you. Well, thank you very much, and I'm not sure, but I think you just insulted me. But we will continue with our radio series next week when our show comes back with You've Gotta Be Kidding Me. Thank you, and good night.